Welcome to the Impact Columbus podcast. This season, we are focusing on stories, mom stories, dad stories, grandma stories, kids stories, all the stories. This story is one about helping moms take care of themselves inside and out. Uh, I am so excited to have Kelly Wiesner, a good friend of mine here, to chat with us today about pelvic floor PT, among other things. Um, so I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself. Thank you, Patty. I am Kelly Wiesner. I am one of the owners of Flourish Columbus. It's a physical therapy practice here in town. We opened about two years ago, and I am a pelvic floor specialist in physical therapy. So that means I've done extra education to learn how to treat all the things involved with the pelvic floor, as well as everything else physical therapy related. Um, that started about five years ago. I've been a therapist for 10 years. So my passion for pelvic floor dysfunction and taking care of moms has just grown over that five-year span. So like, I know there's always been a pelvic floor for ladies, right? Yes. But I... <laughs> and I've been in this like maternal health world for about the same length of time that you've been in PT. So about 10 years, mm -hmm. but it feels like all of a sudden five years ago, or I don't know, maybe that's when I became a mom. I don't know. All of a yeah. sudden though, it feels like that's just everywhere. And we hear about pelvic floor and pelvic floor PT all the time. And I think maybe like a generation ago, like obviously they still had these issues, right? Absolutely. But like it wasn't a thing. Right. So I didn't know, um, for maybe people who don't know about pelvic floor PT, which I think there's still a lot of people who don't, uh -huh. um, if you can kind of like walk us through what symptoms a mom or a, a woman might have mm -hmm. that would lead them to seeking pelvic floor PT sure. um, and just like why they might need it. Absolutely. So you are right. We've had pelvic floors from day one. Um, it's not a new thing that has come about, but there's definitely more recognition about it. I think a lot of thanks to social media, people right. are just more educated, which is amazing. So commonly, and probably the most common thing, especially in mothers is urinary leakage. So coughing, sneezing, laughing, running, jumping, jumping on the trampoline, right? That's always kind of been a joke. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, well, I've had kids, so I pee a little when I sneeze. Right. That's a huge symptom that so many women experience. And that can start right after you have a baby or it can start years down the road. So that's probably the one most women would identify with or have at least heard about. I always joke that I can't, <laughs> like, I can't drive past the, um, like, air zone jump trampoline places without peeing a little. Like yes. I can't even drive past it. You like need the idea of go, floor PT. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait, you can fix that? You can. And I, I know Kelly. Yes. <laughs> I've known Kelly for a while and I did you not know can. that. So yes. So aside from leaking urine, there's also pelvic organ prolapse that most of us when we hear that, think, okay, surgery is my only option. Yeah. And for some people that's appropriate, but for a lot and most women, I would say definitely seek out help from a pelvic floor therapist prior to going that yeah. route. So pelvic organ prolapse, any type of bowel issues, so constipation or on the other end of the spectrum, diarrhea, abdominal pain, um, painful periods, pain with intercourse, all of those things are symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction. 
and things I commonly treat in my practice. So it's almost like pregnancy is just the gift that keeps on giving for you. It, it <laughs> like, is. It, it is that in so many ways. Yeah. And a lot of clients that I see have maybe had a degree of pelvic floor dysfunction prior to pregnancy mm-hmm. and childbirth, but because pregnancy is such a huge change in our bodies and our, our system, that's really the catalyst of, okay, now this is a problem or now it's registering that maybe this isn't the way it should be. So I do see a lot of people that have had issues for a while and don't really realize it until after you've had a baby or two or five. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I think, um, because of the work that I've done kind of in this world, I, I a little bit understand what's involved mm-hmm. with pelvic floor PT. Um, but I also think that there's a lot of women out there who may have been told by their physician, like, Oh, you need that. But then they never really go into like what it is. And so they might have some preconceived notions about what it is yes. and they don't even want to ask their doctor, like, yes. um, what is she going to do? So they're like, okay. And then they just leave and then they never go. Mm-hmm. So, um, for those ladies, yes. um, I would love it. Cause it's kind of nice to be able to hear that from an expert without having to like call and make an appointment and like, right. er, that would be a big barrier for a lot of people. It totally is. And I see that so much at Flourish of I'm just, sure. you know, people saying it took me six months to actually schedule this, but you know, now in hindsight, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. And unfortunately a lot of healthcare providers that are recommending pelvic floor PT maybe just aren't educated either on the scope and kind of what I do. So Mm -hmm. I think this is a great question. Um, So pelvic floor physical therapy is not that different from traditional physical therapy. It's just in a different place. So at an evaluation, we would start with a conversation, a lot of questions and answers and talking about what's going on. What brings you in? What are your concerns? How long has this been going on? Tell me about your, your pregnancy and your birth experience. If you're comfortable doing so, let's talk about surgeries or injuries you've had in the past. So a lot of that first appointment, a good half of that appointment is spent just getting to know each other and talking about things you have going on and importantly, what your goals are. So Mm. physical therapy, we are always working toward your goal, no matter what that is. And that looks different for everyone. So what do you have going on and what do you want to be able to do? That's where I get to figure out how do we create a program to get you to that point. Yeah. So after we've talked and gotten all that information, then we move to a physical examination. And so for that, we start with a head to toe assessment, looking at posture, strength, um, alignment of your pelvis, soft tissue mobility, not just of the pelvic floor. We're talking straight up head to toe because our bodies are complex. They work as a system and very rarely is pelvic floor dysfunction just coming from the pelvic floor. Yes. That's why Kegels don't work on their own. Right. I had to throw that in there. Yep. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so most people want to know, okay, what does a pelvic floor exam look like at physical therapy? So, um, I'm really aware and 
passionate about providing informed consent for clients. 100%. Yes. So anything we do in any session of physical therapy is always with the consent of the client. So pelvic floor exam typically looks like first part is an external exam. So that's where I just look, see what's going on, palpate or assess the tissues that are around the openings down there. I'll have you do a pelvic floor contraction and a relaxation just to get a a sense of what's going on in that pelvic floor as a whole. Then we'll pause and I'll say, okay, I'm ready to perform an internal assessment. So an internal assessment is a part of a traditional pelvic floor PT exam. And that looks like one gloved finger inserted vaginally. So similar to a pelvic exam at your OBGYN. And with that, I'm assessing strength of those muscles, assessing endurance, palpating those tissues that are inside the pelvis to see if you have restriction or trigger points or tenderness. It's it's muscle tissue. So it's going to act like any other tissue in the body. You can get muscle spasms in that pelvic floor and you might appreciate how that could be painful. Yeah, right. (laughs) So that internal exam is really what gives the client and me as the PT an idea of where those imbalances are, where those deficits are, and what specifically you need to improve and reach those goals. So then after that physical exam, after the pelvic floor exam, we come back together and say, okay, this is what I found. This is how it relates to what you have going on. And this is what we're going to do to start your treatment and to move you forward. And really just working with the client to create a plan that's going to work for them because we're all different. We all have different needs and it has to work for the client Mm. or else it doesn't work. Right. So that's kind of what to expect at an evaluation if you're seeing me for pelvic floor PT. Awesome. Well, a question that I kind of thought of that I I didn't think of when we talked earlier was I think something that might hold people back is, okay, now I understand what it's supposed to be, but how do I know if what's happening isn't okay? Right. So like, what are things that should not happen in an exam like this? Like maybe they've Mm -hmm. got a history of some trauma Mm -hmm. or they're just really not sure like what's crossing a line, like what they should be concerned about. So they just don't do it at all. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that goes back to informed consent Mm -hmm educating your client. So I always walk through every step of what I plan to do to educate the client of this is what to expect. I'm always asking, is that okay with you? Do you agree to that? And always giving the option to of if you say yes to an exam, any piece of it, and you decide later that that's not okay with you, that's okay. There are no expectations. So I would really look for a clinician who is educating you, who is giving you that reassurance that you can stop the exam at any time. I have a rule in my treatment room, and that is that the client feels safe and comfortable and that I feel safe and comfortable. And as long as those two things are met, then we can progress however that leads us. Yeah. Um, 
I've done, um, I have taken education and courses on trauma-informed care, and I think that's huge. And don't be afraid to ask any provider about their trauma-informed practices or what they're doing because trauma is very pervasive in our community Mm -hmm. and in the world. And I think just having space to welcome people as they are is is crucial, especially absolutely. when we're talking about pelvic floor treatment. Yeah. I, like, I absolutely got some goosebumps when you're talking about trauma-informed care. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, that is what we all need to do. We, I, I know. It's Love amazing. It. It's it, it should be a thing. It should be a total thing it for It should everyone. be for everyone <laughs> before you graduate from high school. Yes. To take trauma-informed care and budgeting. Like Yes. Those right. two things. Personal finance. Personal finance. Trauma-informed trauma care. care. Like we'll work on that, right? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> so, okay. So given that this is a really important kind of medical care, mm-hmm. um, it's not like some like fringe woo-woo thing out right. there. Sometimes I think people, maybe in the earlier days of yes. it, were like, oh, it's not really a thing. Yeah. You know? Um, but, but we know it's like, we know that it really, it, it's... It's a medical thing, right? It is. Um, and an incredibly intimate mm-hmm. medical Personal, thing. Personal, yeah, absolutely. Um, so if someone is looking for a pelvic floor PT, what kind of qualifications should they be looking for in that person? That's a great question. So um, there are a couple certifications that exist that are recognized by the American Physical Therapy Association. So um, the WCS and is the women's certified specialist. And then the other certification through another kind of educational body is the PRRC. So those two are certifications that exist. You do not have to have those to practice pelvic floor therapy. I do not have either one of those certifications. However, um, there are directories that you can search. So that would be pelvicrehab.com and pelvicguru.com. Those have a directory of providers that have taken education, that have put in hours of clinicals, um, continuing education courses. And really those are the people you want to look for, um, who have experience, who've had education, Um, If you're local to Columbus in the surrounding area, you can always reach out to me. I'm happy to help point you in the right direction if my services don't work for you. Um, So that's where I would start. As somebody who is currently seeing pelvic floor clients, maybe they have a certification, maybe they don't, but they are listed on one of those directories. Awesome. That is Mm -hmm. really helpful. Um, So one thing that I'm super passionate about is the fourth trimester. Yes. And I think it's also something that's kind of coming along in notoriety. Mm -hmm. Um, And probably because it's just, I have had kids for nine years now. So of course I'm like, yes, that is, is there like a 10th trimester? Yes, I think I might be in that. There are all the trimesters. (laughs) All the trimesters (laughs) for the rest of your life. I think my mom's in like her 112th trimester. I I don't know. I think it's perfect. But I think we do. (laughs) We focus so much on those three. And then there's this like, then you have the baby and you're like, okay, I'm not really like pregnant anymore, but I'm also not where I was anymore. So this idea of like, you have to adjust, you get like that three months to adjust. Three months doesn't seem like long enough, right? No, but you have that time to adjust while your baby's also like learning how to be a human, Mm -hmm. which also takes way longer than three months I've found (laughs) as the parent of a nine-year-old. But, um, (laughs) but I know 
a lot of people are, are thinking of pelvic floor PT as something that happens in, just in that fourth trimester. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for a fact that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if you kind of talk through, you know, yes, it's great for after you have a baby, but if you're a little bit further out, are there still gains to be had? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I see clients throughout the age continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really doesn't matter if it's, if you've been having symptoms for a week or 10 or 20 years, the body is resilient and it is so capable of improving. Mm-hmm. And for so many women, it's, it's simple. It's a fine tuning process. It's bringing awareness to your body that we once had, and then we had babies and, and life happened. And maybe we had a surgery and life is stressful. And so our body focuses on the, the most important systems. And unfortunately, kind of that pelvic floor system falls by the wayside a little bit. So Mm -hmm. it's never too late. There's never a point in time where too much time has gone by. There's always something we can talk about and address. And, and I think that's the beautiful thing about seeing a physical therapist is we can establish a relationship. I get to know my clients and, and we can say, okay, this is what I'm expecting. If we're not making progress, to the degree we want to in this time frame, what do we need to do? Do we need to switch it up? Do we need to look at different options? Um, but it's never a lost cause. Love never. That. Never too late. No, Please. absolutely not. I just remember hearing these horror stories when I was younger, before I had kids, of these women who were in their, you know, 60s and 70s, uh-huh. and they were dealing with organ prolapse, which, oh like, gosh. that just sounds terrifying yeah, to me. Yeah, don't Google that. Please. Don't. Please don't. You should know Come what it is. Come talk to me first. Don't Google it. Right? Like, DM <laughs> Kelly. We'll give you her info at the yes. end. But, like, legit, I, was, I heard, like, I... At this point, I had a master's degree in social work, and I'd been working in a hospital before I even heard, about, like, what that was. And I remember looking at the doctor, like, he was just talking at the desk about something. I was like, uh-huh. that's a thing? Like, that can happen? Like, what? What in the yeah. what? I was like, I, I hadn't even had kids yet. I was like, how do I make sure that doesn't happen to me? And he was like, <laughs> we'll hook you up. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's just terrifying. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. Somebody likened it to, you know, if you get into a, a, a car accident and the, the frame of your car gets kind of like dinged, mm-hmm. unless you fix that, it's never going to run right. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I'm not calling having a baby a car accident, but no, I mean, the effect is kind of the same. It's a major event right? in, in all the ways. And if you, you know, if you don't give your body the time and the guidance that it needs to recover, mm-hmm. it makes sense that you might have issues down the line. Yeah. And again, that varies for everyone based on a ton of things. But I think women now are are realizing all of this and wanting to be proactive right. and say, okay, I just had a baby, even though I'm not having major issues, let's just assess and make sure everything's okay. And, and give me some exercises or some things to think about as I, you know, heal from pregnancy and childbirth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a beautiful thing to be proactive and to say, Hey, I know I don't want to have my organs going places they shouldn't be going. Let's make sure that doesn't happen. Right. I love that. Yes. an amazing reason to come to pelvic floor PT. Yes. 
to keep your organs inside. Yes. Which is where they go. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them in there. Right. (laughs) And don't Google it. Don't Google it. (laughs) Don't Google anything really. I don't know. But I always say Google is my superpower. So really. Yeah. It's bad. It's It's kryptonite It's a blessing and a curse. Thank thank (laughs) you the Lord for Google. Um, So another question people might have about pelvic floor PT is kind of the financial side of things. Mm -hmm. So is this something insurance covers or can I talk about that? Absolutely. So insurance does cover pelvic floor PT. Um, it's pelvic floor physical therapy is billed and coded the same as traditional physical therapy. So from an insurance perspective, it's, there's really minimal difference there. Um, but there are a lot of practices, um, including flourish that do not bill insurance for a variety of reasons. So I really, I think in the pelvic floor world, it's a lot more common to find a practice, like a small practice that specializes in it. Those typically do not bill insurance, but you can still submit for reimbursement. You can use health savings accounts. So there are a lot of options. Um, but it is a covered service. So that's another thing at Flourish. We educate people on how our business model is. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work for you, here are some other resources that you can utilize. Um, And again, we just want people and moms especially to get what they need. And if that's with us at Flourish and with me, that's amazing. If it's with one of my amazing colleagues in the insurance model, that's perfectly okay too. You get what you need and you feel supported. And I'm always there if you're like, oh my gosh, is this okay? Yeah. Message me. Yeah. I'll be like, yes or no or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I appreciate you just being such a great resource for women too. Like I love it. Clearly a passion that we share. Yes. Um, (laughs) but you know, if you had to kind of like boil it down, like what's the one thing if women didn't get anything else from our lovely chat today (sighs) that you would want them to walk away knowing about pelvic floor PT? That it is crucial. It's crucial. And it's, you know, if you've had one baby, two, three, four, it doesn't matter how many you've had. Um, it doesn't matter how long it's been since you had them. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, the pelvic floor is part of our core system. It works with our abdominals. It works with our respiratory diaphragm. It works with our lumbar spine, stabilizing muscles. And if we don't have good function of that core system, we might have pelvic floor dysfunction, but we also might have back pain. We might have abdominal issues. We might have hip pain. You know, it's this foundation of our body that goes through an amazing change amazing with pregnancy and childbirth. I mean, talk about amazing. So I think it's just crucial for us to make sure it's doing okay. Yeah. Even if you're not having symptoms, even if you're not sure if you're having symptoms, let's talk about it and see if it might be helpful for you. Because even if you don't have symptoms and everything's in great shape, you're still going to learn so much more about your body and be able to appreciate its functionality even more. Yeah. And that's a blessing as you age because things change. Right. 
They do. And I feel like having a kid just speeds that whole process. It up, does. Right? It totally like, yeah, changes that. <laughs> <laughs> so in closing, how do our lovely friends find you? Absolutely. So our business website is super simple. FlourishColumbus.com. Aubrey and I are also active on social media. So you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at Flourish Columbus. Same thing for Facebook, Flourish, uh, Flourish Columbus. And then um, if you have specific questions for me, um, you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Kelly Wiesner DPT. And you can reach out to us via phone, which is 812-390-4958. You can call or text us at that number, or you can email us, or you can reach out on the website or social media. Like the bottom line is reach out. Right. I always say like I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Like just, you can find me anywhere. You can Google my name and you'll find me. That's a safe Google. Right. (laughs) And and Wiesner for people to spell it. W E. I-S-N-E-R. That's how I wrote it. And I was pretty sure I was right. But I was like, I don't want to be on record misspelling her name. I was like, oh my gosh, we're besties. <laughs> that would have been a lie. It would be totally fine. We're all human. Right. Exactly. It's all good. All righty. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time this morning, Kelly. And I think hopefully between the time we record this and the time this is like put out, I will come see you and I'll have some additional thoughts about pelvic floor PT. I have openings. Come see me. All right. We'll make it happen. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye. Thank you.